0: hello everyone welcome to the crooked crown podcast i am your host lamar where people who carry the weight of their own crown a podcast dedicated to mental health and personal growth where i want to inspire and uplift people while practicing self-care self-reflection self-awareness we are all on a path to becoming a better version of ourselves i hope everyone is having a good weekend um, I've been doing well. I try to find this topic is we're gonna discuss about student loans, and you know one quote that I did find um, by on Instagram the Better Wallet, you know if you don't know how much money you spent last week or the week before that, how do you think you'll pay off debt, winging your debt free journey is ghetto. You deserve more. Your family deserves more. Commit to the journey. And I can correlate with this because your budget is, you know, your business. It is a calculation of seeing what you project in reality. Meaning, I have a budget to be honest. I create an annual budget every year. Um, And the main reason why I create the budget is I like to see where my money is going, how I can save, and how long it's going to take me to get out of debt. And, you know, it's your job as, you know, the CEO of or the CFO, chief financial officer of your budget to make sure every one of those working dollars that you have earned is making more or helping you become financially free. So I would say we i've been prolonging talking about student loans because it is a nightmare for everyone but it is only a nightmare if you don't have a budget and you don't know you know how to start so if you are in school it's a little different but We, I I would say, you know, you need to start taking accountability of, you know, how much you owe. And the one thing that I asked myself is how many years do you think it would take myself to pay off, you know, the student loans I have? And after I created the budget, um, I, it's going to take me 20 until 2023 to pay off the student loans. And that is in two years, so I am very happy about that. As of right now, let's just see how much I owe. But I have two accounts. I have a private loan from Navient and I have a student government loan. Both sum up to 58495 The private loan I owe is total amount, including interest per month up until the end of this year. It's gonna. I will owe nine thousand four hundred ninety-five, and I am going to start. Well, I've been paying like the interest, but since I'm done paying my credit cards, I am just going to do the the avalanche um debt where I start attacking it because the interest is my highest one, and to be honest, no matter a pandemic or not with private loans they do not stop interest and although I'm in school I thought that it would stop and it was just like no Uh, although I have um, deferred or delayed my student loan payments because I'm in school there was just uh, my interest was still hit so I did a calculation of how much hopefully if the interest stays the same because that's another thing on top of private student loans is the interest can change depending on the market value and it which it could change at any point given time um so this month right now it's been steady where it's 9.69 which is two dollars and 40 cents a day in total calculations that is 72 to 77 a month so i've just been paying like 150 which kind of it touches the interest but then touches the principal but now that I'm done with paying credit cards um, I know that I was paying like some a portion to credit cards and a portion to my government but as of right now to do the um, avalanche debit where that way where you basically I'm going to take Total of either twelve hundred and eighty four or thirteen hundred eighty four depending on what pops up, what doesn't. Um that's gonna be put in more into my private loans, which gives me basically when I times that I'm gonna start in July and from July to December it's going to total eight thousand three hundred and four and my balance for December is gonna be one thousand but I do have a savings account where I could pay that off by December 1st because if I wait until the end of the month then I the interest rate will accrue so I'm not or I could wait actually I included the interest rate for December so I can't let it pass January Well, that's $77 as of the moment because it can increase will will be added to my account So that is my goal, my goal for the year right now. And, you know, when I looked and did my research, 24% of people said one to five years, like me. According to various sources, most borrowers pay off their student loans in about 20 years, double the time they anticipated. Um, Do you know how much you owe? The first step when starting any debt management is to know what you owe. Luckily, the details for federal loans you have now and any you have as an undergrad can be found on one authorization place. And, you know, you need to know what you owe. Keeping track of your student loans isn't easy, especially if you've taken out more than one. Luckily, there's one place where you can find out exactly how much you borrow from, you know, the, the U.S. Department of Education and what you still owe. Um student aid gov is a federal student aid website that is operated by, you know, Department of Education. It keeps track of all the loans they manage. Um, you can log on anytime to see the list of your federal direct student loans and how much out is still outstanding on them. It is important to note that if you have private loans or federal loans from federal agencies other than the DOE, these will not show up on studentaid.gov. In order to get access from the student aid website, you must first create an account, and to do this, simply go to studentaid.gov and click create account, which allows you to create a federal student aid ID. If it's not immediately visible, a search should get you there. The Federal Student Aid website is a great way to track your loans and your repayment progress. It can help you identify which of your loans are subsidized and unsubsidized, so you can prioritize which ones to pay first. It is important to remember that the Student Aid federal student aid website is not the same as your loan server although it could give you detailed information on specific federal direct student loans your loan servicer who you'll need to contact if you have any questions about your loan or you're struggling to repay your loan same goes for the services of any private alternative loans you may have outside of the federal you know student aid website Being reminded how much money you owe isn't exactly pleasant, but if you want to keep on top of your payments, it is important that you keep tabs on this type kind of information. And with the student federal aid website, it's been, it's never been easier to just do that for me. um, Included in my budget, I also have student loans as what I pay every month. Um it's easier for me to know how much remaining amount after I pay bills I would have um, to spend because I don't even put like a food expense on mine to be honest I haven't put um, food because it could vary but I'm going to try to like cut back and be conservative because this month early in the day I did have someone um, stay with me so it wasn't um where I I was paying. I didn't charge them any type of um, money or rent and I brought other food so this was kind of a setback but I know that I'm really not gonna touch my my savings because I know that um my remaining balance would be two hundred and fifty dollars for the month and it's only the twelfth so I know I could really stretch that out if I want to. So, while you make your budget, make all line up all the expenses, make an annual budget. I have it lined up in a column where, for example, we are in June, I have all my June next to June I have my expected um salary that I'm gonna get paid that hits my checkings account and then under it, I normally list like all the bills and have. Do the calculations of having a remaining amount and I like I said I, I include student loans because I don't keep it separate. So once you do that it should be a little helpful. Now now that you understand your debt and you have looked you have learned how to track it, um, hopefully you're ready to explore ways to pay it back. There are many and one is right for you. Options your options for repayment. Um, there are five examples it's a standard repayment plan graduate repayment plan extended repayment plan graduate extended plan and income driven repayment plan um, if you are at the if you have graduated or as you are in near the end of your course of study it's time to think about repaying your student loans and decide to you know which repayment option you'd like to go with there are quite of repayment plans out there if you decide you can't decide on one before your repayment starts it's you'll automatically be enrolled in what you call a standard repayment plan um, with the standard repayment plan, you'll be required to make a fixed monthly payment of at least fifty dollars per month for a period up to ten years. A monthly repayment a monthly payment amount depends on your total debt, which must be paid off in ten years of time. Typically monthly payments will be higher under the standard repayment plans, but the benefits of this is that you have a large balance. You may pay off your loan or faster than other plans and will end up paying less interest overall. So in regards to that, I know for undergrad, they only give you six months until you know you have to start paying back. But with graduate plan, from what I'm seeing, and this is just my knowledge of, because I'm on a student deferral plan for both of mine and for the government, they are giving me expecting me to pay, start again to pay um, my student loans September, 2023. So, and I graduate June, 2023. So it's only six, three bucks. So um, my goal is while I'm in school and I'm very grateful that I don't have to fully pay for my graduate um, degree. I'm going to like pay this um, off so by the time that I graduate, or by the time that September hits, I, I already did the calculations. I would have $8,968 um, left, but my savings, I try to save at least 12000 to 14000 a year. And that doesn't include if I'm trying to do renovations within my apartment. But if I decide to hold it back for next year, um I could save at least for sixteen sixteen to eighteen thousand. So I might just do that just to pay it off. Um so another repayment plan is graduate repayment plan. Like the standard repayment plan, graduate plan is also paid over a ten year period. However they differ in that the monthly repayment starts low and gradually increase over the life of the loan. While the extended repayment plan, if it is lower monthly payments you need, there's always an option of extended repayment plans. This allows you up to 25 years to pay off your loan. However, in order to qualify, your loan must be $30,000 or more. There's also an option of Combining the benefits of the graduate and extended plans option for a repayment schedule for 25 years, wherein the monthly repayment starts low and it gradually increases over the time. Um, And the last but not least is income-driven repayment plan, where the amount of your monthly payments are a percentage of your discretionary income. There are several different types of income driven repayment plans all of them which are designed to work around your personal circumstances and make your student debt more manageable so this is what I was had for quite some time um I graduated in 2015 from undergrad and then I for one year I was like paying like maybe 300 but it was only touching interest but I really wasn't making too much and then that's when I 20 fall of 2016, I went back to school, and I put my. I was in a deferred payment plan because my. I, automatically, when you start, you know your grad school, you, you know your loans will get a notification that you're going to school without without you knowing, and it pauses your payment. Now, when I was in my um, master's of accounting, I was paying the the tuition, so I wasn't able to, like, really pay it out like I am now. So, um, at first, with the income-driven, it was 300 and then that's when, once I graduated in t- June 2018... It- um, started back up again so it went from 300 to like 500 because my i got a new job so i don't have kids so it was and then it was increasing over the time and you have to do it every year and they want to they want to see a WT and they want to see who lives with you and like if you're helping somebody to pay and then depending on that they'll give you a actual amount and you may be wondering about payments. If you don't have a job line up just yet, the thought of starting repayments can be daunting. Plan designed to work with your income might be right for you. If you want or need to lower your monthly loan payments, then an the income-driven repayment might be right for you, especially an income-driven payment plan bases your monthly payments on your income. The more you earn, the more you pay each month. These plans can extend your Payment plan up to twenty five years. Any remaining balance at that point would be forgiven, and there are a couple of other factors that come into play. You know, um, for example, if your income is forty thousand, your monthly plan is three hundred. If you know, if the income decides to increase from forty to eighty, your monthly payments will go from three hundred to six hundred. Along with your income, the amount of loan that you originally borrowed also impacts how much you expected to pay back each month. Another big factor is how many dependents you have living with you. The more dependents you have, the less monthly payments planned you um, will be. You know, um, So it just like depends, to be honest. You always have to sign a form and give it before the due date. The easiest way to see realistic estimates of how much you need to pay to visit the this- is to visit the Loan Stimulator tool on a studentaid.gov website where you can enter all of your loan information and get a close estimate of what you need to repay each month and how long. Once you got your repayment estimate, you could go ahead and apply for an income-driven plan. Just remember that since your income and family size are likely to change throughout the course of your loan, you'll be required to reply for your payment plan each year on the same date. If your application is approved, you will be placed on which of the following income-driven repayment plans? Um, Pay as you earn, which limits monthly payments to 10% of your discretionary income. Revised pay as you earn plan, which also limits the monthly payments to 10% of discretionary income, but comes with an extended repayment period for some graduate students. Income-based repayment plan which caps payments from 10 to 15% and allows a 20-year repayment schedule. The income and continuant repayment plan, which comes with a slightly higher payment, 20% of one's income. And finally, the income-sensitive plan, which basically monthly payments on your income for up to 15 years. So it just depends on what works for you. I told you my income was just basically... Mm, let me just see out of a pay as you earn um, because my as soon as I got a bigger raise it went from 300 to um, 534 so I started paying it this year Um, I wanted to get a head start but then as I'm looking back and getting more information on my private loans it'll be easier just to pay off um navient first and then go back to um government since right now um government you know is hold off for interest and everything above until i graduate so um once you have a a payment plan in place what's next making it consistently timely monthly payments and You have to at least, you know, simplify your student loans. And to be honest, once I looked at all the information given, you know, I told you guys you should know how much you owe. Know your servicer. Consolidate. Pay off the loans with the highest interest rate first. So that's what I'm going to do. Navy at first. um, Since the interest rate is always going to hit every month, although I have a deferment plan going they don't care so I'm gonna finish that by December and then once January hits I'm going to start back up and I looked at all of my I have eight um, student loans for, in regarding with the government and there are two one is 15000 and another one is at least no the, the rest of them are like eight thousand seven thousand. So, um, what I was doing between between February and June, I started paying off the highest r- interest rate first. But since Navian, it's doing its own thing in regarding to in regarding to not caring about interest rate. I'm just gonna pay that off. So every month. I know I could do auto-pay, but if I... I don't want to do auto-pay because it would set off my deferment plan. And they'll believe that since I have money, then, you know, I don't need to stop paying. But I... If it's helpful for you, you should enroll in auto-pay. And if you have money, more money on the side, it would be helpful to... It would be helpful to pay a little more than you can. So... Um, right now I told you guys that I've been paying the 150 so I'm just gonna boost it up to making my total amount that I pay for is either 12 total amount is gonna be $13.84 so that means that the $12.34 is what I'm just gonna add on extra because I'm normally paying I used to normally pay $150. So, you know, pay your servicer and not a third party. Be wary of the third party loan consolidation or forgiveness scams. There's nothing simple about getting, you know, scammed or played. Also, ask for help. You'll never find you know if you ever find yourself in financial distress and unable to make a student loan payment notify your lender immediately they may offer solutions that will spare you from default because the one thing you don't want to happen is it goes to collections or it comes up on your credit card so if you don't want if you don't plan on receiving loan forgiveness or cancellation it is wise to pay off your loans as quickly as possible when your financial situation allows consider making more aggressive payment plans like, for example, I told you guys, I told you guys my plan. Um, I paid off all of my credit cards. So the same amount, I was paying 800 to 900 So that $100 is just going to be saved for just in the, just in the case of emergency. But the 800 for sure is just going to be going to student loans. Um, so it, I would say, you have to make what's best. And although, you know, the government student loans... Our interest isn't hitting until September. If you have any spare with the STEMIs or the bonuses or anything else that you were getting, it's just helpful to just try to attack it as much as possible. Because I'm pretty sure how was looking. It may not... This may be the last extension that we'll get in quite some time. So you kind of want to manage, you know debt managed stress strategies so you know on a debt management strategies i would say there are five examples you know prepayment change repayment plans loan consolidation consulting your loan servicer and loan forgiveness programs The idea of carrying around tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in student debt is unpleasant for everyone. For a lot of people, managing this debt can be very stressful and very confusing. Fortunately, however, there are some strategies that can help. People just need to know about them. So the payment plan, prepayment plan. If all at possible one of the best things you can do is pay the accrued interest before repayment plan begins thereby reducing the total loan amount when the repayment starts once you're in the repayment you can also pay more than your monthly payment to potentially get ahead of your payment schedule you know in addition to paying off your loan faster prepayment also helps reduce the total amount of interest being accrued on your loan saving you money in the long run change repayment plans for some people however the monthly payment is difficult to pay for these individuals there are always the possibility of changing to a different repayment plan if they feel their monthly payments are too high or they mean to they may need longer a longer duration period to pay them off (coughs) sorry (sighs) long consolidation if you're someone who has multiple federal loans that are becoming too hard to manage, then you might want to think about consolidating them into one. You know, um, you can look at the consolidated loans by three advantages: one, single monthly payment, and extend the repayment schedule or eligibility for loan forgiveness. This will leave you with one single monthly payment in a longer period of time over which you can pay your loan. This also helps also opens you up to the option of loan forgiveness now this it just depends because people like me who have a private loan and have a government loan if I consolidate them it will I won't I will lose all benefits of the government federal government plan as of like right now um the interest rate doesn't hit compared to the private they don't care they they want their money they don't care and it just is what it is um so I would say You know, do your research and see what works best for you. But if you have a private loan and a federal loan, do not consolidate it because then you'll lose all benefits. Um, Third is loan servicer. Similar to changing repayment plans, loan consolidation can be done at any time for no additional fee. All you need to do is to speak to your loan servicer. Your loan servicer is the company that oversees the billing of your student loan more importantly it is the place to go to when you need any advice on managing your student loan debt if you're struggling to repay your student loan you can still speak with your loan servicer at any time to get advice on changing the plan and changing plans and loan consolidation last but not least is public service loan forgiveness a crucial component of managing your student loan debt includes knowing all options for loan forgiveness and discharge. If you're one of the lucky few, it is worth taking advantage of. As you can see, you know, when it comes to student debt management, there are a lot of options and resources designed to help. I hope that you use them. Um, if you have a feeling, like I told you, my goal is to By 2023, I will be debt-free, from student loan debt-free. Now, if you look at all of your options and you think that it's going to take you more than 10 years, maybe student loan forgiveness is something for you. I just know that you need to, your job needs to get involved, and it's a lot of documentation. But I feel like if you're organized and if you're devoted, um, the extra step is not much that you will have to do. So, there's one type of debt management that we haven't covered, and that's eliminating debt altogether. This ultimate solution, though possible, is rarely available. However, when your loans will your loans qualify for a discharge or for a forgiveness, forgiveness cancellation and discharge are for to the cancellation of a borrower's obligation to repay a portion of the remaining principal and the interest owed in a student loan, but they are generally used in different contexts. Forgiveness is typically used to indicate cancellation of debt due to a borrower's employment, whereas discharge is used to indicate cancellation of debt due to an error of the part of the school or one borrower's permit and total disability. Some income-based repayment plans will discharge the debt that remains on your repayment period, provided you are in a good standing or meet any other qualifications. You know, the revised pay as you earn, the pay as you, um, pay as you earn, income base. Income contingent plans all include provisions that eliminate the remainder of your unpaid federal student loan debt after 20 or 25 years. Check with your services about the specifics of your plan and any requirements for your student loan forgiveness. Outside of the income-based scenarios, there are additional programs that allow your loans to be forgiven. Some are rare circumstances where your loan can be discharged. Questions? You know, I would say you... You should truly go to your loan servicers and just see. You know, assuming that you meet all eligibility requirements. Just a quick quiz: How many P- How many student loan payments you must make to qualify for public service loan forgiveness? One hundred and twenty. It. You know. I truly. Thank you it just depends you know key point to remember you know postponing student student loan payments deferment or forbearance most federal student loans offer a grace period after you graduate leave school drop out or have time statuses before payment plans begins for student borrowers of federal subsidized and unsubsidized loans, the grace period is six months. Graduate students plus borrowers automatically receive six months deferment. A parent plus borrowers must re- must apply to receive deferment. Perkins loans offer nine months grace period. If you are struggling to make payments on your student loans after the grace period, have no fear. There are actions that you could talk to ease the burn the burden. So I would say first contact your student servicer. They may be able to switch your payment due date, offer a lower monthly payment, or suggest more suitable repayment plans. Next, I would say apply for a deferment. A deferment allows you to postpone your payments for a specific period based on authorized reasons such as you're in school like me, unemployment, economic hardships, cancer treatments, and military service. During periods of deferment, depending on the loan type, the federal government may pay the interest on your eligible subsidized loans. Then next, apply for for if that's an option, apply for forbearance. Forbearance is an arrangement that allows you to either postpone your monthly payments or make smaller payments for a specific time of amount, a specified amount of time. Interest will continue to accrue. During the forbearance, and may either be paid during the forbearance or added to your loan balance. An option, can you consolidate? If you have multiple student loans, which may be managed by different servicers, you can simplify the repayment process and reduce your monthly payment by consolidating your loans. I think you should please double check, you know, and just make sure that you're doing what's right for you. And you have to start out with a budget i know that it's hard i could say because of the pandemic i actually i knew how much i owe i just didn't care because i knew that the government was taking their part and i knew that the private was taking their portion but thank god for the pandemic because it you just help me of like what I need to do so I won't be traveling until 2023 20, maybe even 24 um, but the next thing that I would want you to make sure that you do not do is de- avoiding delinquency and default whenever you take out a loan you make a promise the consequences of breaking that promise can be severe to stay in good standing with your student loan services you want to avoid delinquency or default Delinquency is when you fail to make loan repayments on time. Your student loans become delinquent the very first day a payment is late. Um, Depending on the type of loan you have, after a certain period of delinquency, your loans will be in default. For most federal loans, default occurs after the failure to make a payment for 270 days. Well, why is this so bad? Well... The consequences of delinquency and defaulting are pretty seriously. For example, you know, 90 days of delinquency, your service may file a report with three major credit agencies and your credit score will take a hit. When you default a loan, your credit score can drop even further. Low credit scores make it much harder to qualify for loans in the future and likely increases the interest rate on any future loans you may take out so you might want to think about that and you know if a lower credit score isn't bad enough your loans will go to the and the government may even garnish your wages alternatively your lender might transfer your debt over to a debt collection agency which may demand that you repay the debt in full immediately failure to do this result into having to go to court thereby incurring even more expenses needless to say any of these outcomes can have far-reaching consequences on your ability to live a financially secure and stable life the best thing to do set up a payment plan that works for you many timely payments every month so all you could do is maintain contact with your loan servicer whenever you whenever your financial situation or your personal information change or if you just need help keeping on top of your, you know, loan payments. And if needed be, you can always take advantage of one of the many debt manager strategies that are designed to help you avoid defaulting on your student loan. So, you know, I just hope that, you know, organization, overall, I you need organization for your student loans and the best way is i know i always say create a budget but you need to understand what works best for you and for your salary so i hope that everyone i hope that i wasn't overwhelming everyone with you know um, a lot of information i just know that we May not be able to wait on Biden. I hope anyone's i hope everyone's not really waiting on Biden to make you know deduct ten thousand from their government. that would be amazing. however, right now it is our responsibility, and we need to take ownership of our loans. so I hope everyone is doing well um in regards to that, I can honestly say. I hope everyone is just having a good weekend. Um, I always look at my budget 24-7. It is really, really sad. Like, if anything, like, really changes. But um, in regards to, let's do a quick catch-up. It is June. It is June. I'm so, so, so happy. It is half year. We are at the half year mark. So I just wanted, like, to do a quick checkup to see how everyone's doing. How are you taking care of yourself? Did you, during this weekend, or even during the three weeks, have you been taking care of yourself? Like, what are the five things you did that shows that you've done something that you like or love? I just hope that you are putting yourself first, I hope you are taking care of yourself and I hope that you are blocking any self doubt or imposter syndrome. And you'll hear from me soon because I owe you guys one more episode. So I'll see you very soon and enjoy your weekend.